The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Healthy Living Intuitively with Dr. Mona Lisa is for educational purposes only and is not intended to provide a physician-patient relationship, give diagnoses, prescribe treatment, or do psychotherapy. Please contact your healthcare provider to obtain treatment. Discover your body's natural ability to heal. Welcome to Healthy Living Intuitively with Dr. Mona Lisa. Are you one of those people who swallows a handful a handful of supplements a day? Is that really necessary, says your friends and family? And after you've swallowed that handful, do you get heartburn? Does your st- stomach rumble and then you run to the bathroom? Do you find yourself taking supplement after supplement, herb after herb, and then wonder, Is this replacing normal eating? Well, so that's what today's show is about, because we're going to discuss, do I have too many supplement syndrome? In today's world, it's very common to see people going and buying organic food, going all kinds of practitioners, loading up, coming out with a bag of supplements, bag of herbs, bag of remedies, and then we're becoming more and more medicalized. How do you know when your symptoms are getting better from your illnesses or health problems? And when you get new symptoms, are they side effects from what you're taking? Are you taking too much stuff? How can you tell? Today's show is going to change your life because it's going to teach you how to simplify, slenderize your routine, and understand what natural is. That supplements are just that. They supplement the rest of our life. They're not the center part of it. Today's show is going to change your life because we're going to try to figure out how to normalize how we eat and not medicalize what we're putting in our mouth. We're taking your calls, 816 251 Five five from within the U.S. and Canada. But remember, UnityOnlineRadio.org is live, live every Wednesday, 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. West Coast time. And you can find this show on your favorite podcast provider, as well as join the live show with a question every Wednesday, every Wednesday, 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern. This show was a bit of a uh, a bit of a tour as far as Research goes, first of all, 
I changed my entire vitamin regime. And then, because I revised, revised, or however you pronounce it. And then I looked at the normal daily vitamins that most people take. And I realized that they have to be adapted to, depending on what a person's unique body is. For example, I read on the web that there are kind of 10 foods. And I, when I researched all these nutrients, I realized it's true. 10 or 12 basic foods give you all the vitamins. So if you got them in an organic, free range, you know, all those qualifiers, GMO free and so on, that they would have appropriate nutrients. So these are the things, almonds, bananas, berries, spinach, asparagus, broccoli, sweet potato, and then beans, broccoli, eggs, and then this is where it gets a little tricky, milk, salmon, and whole grains. So you've probably gone, can't do that, can't do that, can't do that, and can't do that. That's why we have supplements. The word supplement doesn't mean it's the whole thing. It simply means it's that thing I need to add because I need extra. But you'd be surprised at how everybody thinks I've got to get everything from my supplements. They think they need the whole thing. They need every nutrient. It's not a supplement. It's I got to get the whole enchilada and it doesn't work that way. Suffice it to say, majority of your nutrients should come from your food. And if there is an extraordinary reason that you have a condition, you should supplement it with a supplement. I hate to use the word supplement, but I'm supplementing it to make it emphasize. So what is it about you that is an extraordinary condition? And you know where they are. Let's go from first through seventh center. Is it bones, joints, or skin? Is it immune system? Is it reproductive? Is it digestive? Is it heart, cardiovascular? Is it eye? Is it brain? And so on and so on. And many of these nutrients overlap. So if you look at your basic antioxidants, but remember now, we had almonds, bananas, berries, Asparagus, beans, broccoli, spinach, sweet potato. And then you got these things that people can't do. Like eggs, milk, salmon, and whole grains. Why can't they do that? Well, some people are vegan and don't do animal products. So the egg and the milk are out. Not to mention the salmon. Then you have people who are gluten-free. So the whole grains are out. Some people can't do cow's milk, so the milk is out. Also, I forgot about the fats. Notice I didn't see the fats. And there are people who will have to have low carbs. So we'll get into nuts in a second, but you look at carbs and high glycemic insects, insects, index, you realize the bananas, they're kind of out. The berries are okay. Potatoes, if they're white, they have a high glycemic insects, insects index, 
So your blood sugar goes up and down. The beans, they're pretty glycemic-y. And the sweet potatoes, hmm, grains, they got carbs. So if you're counting carbs, a lot of that stuff has carbs. So that's where you start to do supplements. If you look at B vitamins, B vitamins come with a lot of grains. And if you don't do grains, you do B vitamins. But if you want to get your B vitamins from food, oh my God, what a concept. You can do carrots. Dark chocolate is my favorite. You know, that's one of the reasons why I do dark chocolate. You can do blueberries, strawberries. So, you know, you take berries and you get your B vitamins and you can call it a day. You can do kale or beans. So if you do beans, you have your B vitamins with the exception of B12 and spinach. But we're going to set aside spinach for a second. If you look at alpha-tocotrienol or good fats, you can get it from soybeans or sunflowers. If you look at B6, which is important for brain health, you can get it with bananas, but if you have sugar, it's a mess. Whole grains, but we got to gut the carbs. Potatoes, that's the carbs again. But you can get it from molasses, chili pepper, or yogurt. And that you also have the pro uh, probiotic. So on and on and on and on. So that's how it works. If you don't want to take supplements, you can always figure out and jerry-rig the whole process by looking at what foods. But you, if you look at the top 12, almonds, bananas, berries, chicken, fats, potatoes, spinach, asparagus, beans, broccoli, eggs, milk, salmon, sweet potato, and whole grains. If you don't want to do dairy, you can get calcium from spinach. If you don't want to do mag, you can get it from leg legumes, chocolate, love the chocolate, grains again, broccoli, once again, we'll get to that in a second, squash, seeds, almond, and so on. But almonds have carbs. Vitamin D, you can get it from fish and eggs, but once again, that's animal protein. So if you're vegan, we've got an issue here. So that's why they're called supplements. But if you have a specific health problem in first through seventh chakra, that's where you want to supplement. You don't want to over supplement because then you're no longer supplementing. You're telling your body that it's a sick puppy and you should be in the intensive care unit. Do you realize what you're telling your body? And if you have a kid and you give them all the supplements, you're telling them the same thing. You're giving them a dish of medicines like the kids on chemotherapy. And they're getting an idea like, I can't live without these things. I'm in an intensive care unit. By doing that to your body, you're saying that this food I'm eating is pretty much cotton candy. You don't want to do that. On the other hand, if you have a certain health problem, you want to supplement. I'm Dr. Mona Lisa, and we're talking about the too many supplement syndrome. If you want to know more about today's show, you want to go to Facebook, Dr. Mona Lisa, Instagram, Dr. Mona Lisa 1, Twitter, Dr. Mona Lisa 2, and it will soon, soon go on and on and on and on. If you want to know more about the information in today's show, you also want to go to my TGIF, thank God, it's Facebook Live Friday with Dr. Mona Lisa. It's this Friday, Facebook Live, Dr. Mona Lisa 
the Facebook fan page, Dr. Mona Lisa. We will go to line one, Pam Malone. I'm Dr. Mona Lisa. How can I be of help? And Pam, how old are you? I'm 68. 50 or 68? 68. 58? 68. 68. Thank you. Sorry about that. Obviously, I need to do an ear remedy here. Anyway, how can I be of help? Um, I was just going to listen. You just want to really listen? Have a, yeah, I, I really didn't have a question to ask you. You sure now that I have you on the phone? Yes. Okay, I'll let you go. You're missing out. Okay, I'll let you go. You're very shy. Okay, we'll go to Tammy, line 59. I'm Dr. Mona Lisa. How can I be of help? Hey. How are you doing? uh, I've been a little bit dizzy the last couple weeks, and my spine really hurts, and I've kind of been laid up in bed. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Back it up. You said you were dizzy? Yeah. I'm not dizzy now, but over the last couple of weeks, I, I felt dizzy. My spine became painful, and I just have been laid up in bed, trying, you know, eating a little bit each day to keep going. And you've gone to the doctor or called the doctor and you told them about this? Um, actually, no, I haven't. My concerns and reservations about going to the doctor during this time. I know, but you can call and they're doing what they call those um, teleconference calls. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They don't want people to go in if they're not that bad either. But um, So you need to call them if this is going on. But Tammy, the first thing I see beyond the sense that you don't like to take care of yourself is that you like to take care of everybody else but yourself. And the first thing I see is that you don't realize how much how much responsibility you're carrying. I see that there's someone near you who's not really on either on the right path working or not working or not using all of their potential. And this is wearing thin on you because it puts pressure, stress on you. It's like you're carrying a lot on your shoulders. You have disappointment about this person, but you're trying to block it out. You're one of those people that will roll up your sleeves and do anything. But somehow you want to just love this person and ignore this problem. Who do you live with, Tammy? I live alone. Do you have children? I have one child, adult child. How old is your adult child? 34. 34? Mm-hmm. Where do they live? They live a couple hundred miles from me. How are they How are they doing? Um, well, to be honest, I don't know. I do know that when I saw them recently, they had a bit of a receding hairline on one side. And they've taken on a girlfriend in the last year, which I felt was causing separation between my beloved family member 
But then my beloved family member let me know that it wasn't her, but it was him. It was how he felt. Your son has a receded hairline on one side of his head? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's become more and more separated from you? Yeah. How did he look to you? He looked pretty good. He all he you know, he burns his candle at both ends trying to make life happen, like a lot of people. Your problems are fourth center. This has to do a kind of heartache. That somehow the separation of you and your son, that kind of melancholy and sadness wears thin on you. Yeah, it does. Yeah, where, are your, where are your parents? My father died when my son was two. And my mother lives about 35 miles away. And how is she doing? Well, she's an aging borderline diabetic. Uh, he definitely likes to push the envelope and, you know, she, she does good with her numbers, but she also has a uh, habituary addiction to sugary things. And who takes care of her? She pretty much takes care of herself. Um, I just kind of drop in when it snows to help with the sidewalk and things like that. That dog says, yeah, there's more to it than that. That's why the dog barked. Let me explain something, Tammy. Mm -hmm. There's a famous swinger named Tammy Wynette. She's my, one of my cats is named Tammy Wynette. She sang Stand By Your Man. You are a person who gets an awful lot from standing by people. But you don't have a lot of joy in your life. You have a hyperactive responsibility gland. And it's time that you get people in your life that give you joy. Your problem is first center is families, groups of people that give you a sense of safety and security. You don't have that. You have people who are irresponsible, like your mother. And now your son, I don't think, was completely honest with you. Do you understand? I think you know that. That he's got a girl, a woman, or somebody who's with him that is keeping him away from you. I think yeah, you have to, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, yeah, it's, it's, my intuitive has told me that as well. So I will tell you that there's a vitamin that's not on this list. It's called vitamin P. Do you know what vitamin P is? No. People. Vitamin P is people. That you can take all the supplements you want in the world. You can take cal, mag, iodine, zinc, selenium, manganese. I've heard people take all kinds of amazing. You can take things for your eyes like lutein, lycopene. You can take things for your memory like um, bacopa, proflavanol, all kinds of fancy pants things. But really, things, 
vitamin P people is more effective for you. Do you understand? And though mm -hmm. they notice, they say now that work when you're older now actually helps promote keeping your memory. Mm -hmm. People, vitamin P is the most effective thing for your health because they say that if you don't have them, supportive people in your life, it's equivalent to being morbidly obese and smoking 13 cigarettes a day. And as you know, obesity and cigarette smoking, it sucks antioxidants. So that means even if you took all these vitamins, all these antioxidants, if you were lonely, it wouldn't matter, a pile of sticks. Do you get what I'm saying to you? And a lot of people yeah. do. I know people who take every flipping supplement here and they're alone and they're unhappy. It doesn't work. Might as well take all these supplements and pee and throw them down the toilet. They do not work unless you also have vitamin P. Vitamin P plus supplements work. Do you get it? Yeah. Good luck. You take it easy, okay? Thank you. We'll go to, thank you. We'll go to line three. Clara, I'm Dr. Mona Lisa. How can I be of help? Hi, Mona Lisa. Big, big fan. Love what you do. Thank um, you. I... I am one of those supplement people. I have a cupboard full of things. I am gone. I am now postmenopausal, but still have, I've had hot flashes for now a couple of years, driving me a bit crazy. And memory, I'm having more and more problems with memory. And the thing that bugs me a lot is I don't remember my dreams. And I love my dreams. Okay, I don't the remember them now. Is a family. Families are supposed to make us feel safe and secure. I see something okay. happen, and we're going to go to break, so I want you to stay on. Something sure. happened in a family where something yeah. ended. Either someone left you, yeah. you left them, and it feels like you're alone. But it feels uh -huh. like you think you know everything about what happened, but you don't. Somebody mm -hmm. left you, and this person has a lot of irritability, moodiness, and you're trying to have a relationship with that person and somebody interfered. Who do you live with? I live with my uh, partner. I believe what you're talking about is my mother died two years ago and she wrote a will that created a huge rift in the family. And I was the one person, I have five siblings, I was the one person in touch with all of them and now I've been pretty much written off by half of them. So in other <laughs> words, your mother died and so did the family. Yeah, I guess so. I yep. look at your head. Mm. I see problems with your vessels. I see a stiffness mm. in the arteries in your blood vessels. I see that grief that became complicated sat in your blood vessels. And plus inflammation, inflammation in your third center of your adrenal gland released cortisol. Cortisol mm -hmm. plus grief made whatever body fat was there oxidize and make arteries get sluggish. I look at your neck. I look at your thyroid. I see in that around that region, I see a capacity to make antibodies against your thyroid gland. Antibodies that make it hard for you to have stable thyroid function. It's better now. I look at your heart. I can't figure out at times whether your heart skipped a beat or added a beat. I look at your left lung, mm. right lung, left breast, right breast. During that time, I saw 
that you carried very readily people's anger. Mm. And instead of getting anxious, you just went into movement. And that went to your adrenal gland and you released cortisol, which went to your nearby pancreas. And it made you have messed up blood sugar and insulin. I see that that increased your chance toward body fat, increasing inflammation again. I look at your mm-hmm. esophagus, stomach, liver, gallbladder, colon, and rectal areas. I see that the lymph vessels around your GI tract have an increased susceptibility of having foam cells because of the excess blood, the, the fat in your small arteries mm. around your GI tract. And that makes it harder for you to absorb nutrients. Yep. I see abdominal distension and bloating. I look at your left kidney, right kidney bladder, uterus, left ovary, red ovary, and cervix if you still have them. In the past, I saw a capacity to have excess estrogen and densities in the left upper part of your uterine lining. I look at the joints in your hands, wrists, elbows, shoulders, hips, knees, and ankles. I see achiness in your knuckles. I look at your neck, upper back, mm-hmm. lower back, and sacral areas. I see achiness in your joints, especially in the morning and in cold, damp days. Can you please tell me your health concerns? Yeah, several of them. The weight gain is definitely a problem. I feel like I'm not, I don't absorb things well at all. I recently have very, uh, my right thumb joint got swollen and stiff, like a almost arthritis, possibly. Um, headaches that tend toward the back of my head and the top of my head. Uh, the the joint achiness can come and okay, go definitely. So with first of all, things. first of all, you need to do a couple of things. Yeah. Number one, you need to go to a naturopath or integrated physician and have them measure your nutrients. Okay. Number two, have somebody measure your urine oxalates. Okay. If someone has an absorption problem with fats. Hmm. Which. Is one of the things you discussed, then you can unfortunately absorb more oxalates and that can cause like a gouty like syndrome of joints. FYI. Oh. I know. Mm-hmm. Isn't that bizarre? Um, that is bizarre. <laughs> there's a reason why they say there's two kinds of people who have malabsorption syndromes. Mm. One are people who have, and incidentally, that syndrome can cause kind of gluten problems, but a variety of ah. other problems. Suffice it to say that. People who are heavy or excess body fat have a higher problems with absorption. Fat is absorbed via the small intestine. And when that happens, we're going to go to break. Okay, so hold on. Okay, there sure. you go. There, you know that music, what that means. We're going to go to break. But when we come back, we're going to learn more about the symptoms of excess supplement syndrome and how you can Work your way to getting nutrients in your life from a variety of sources. You're listening to Healthy Living Intuitively with Dr. Mona Lisa. Practical spirituality. Positive messages. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Welcome back to Healthy Living Intuitively with Dr. Mona Lisa. Here we are. We're back. 
And we're going to go back to oh, my screen just went blank. Hold on one second. I hate when the screen goes blank. Don't you hate that? Your mind goes blank. <laughs> screen goes blank. Clara, are you there? Yeah. Yes, I am. Okay. So the reason why you can have a malabsorption syndrome if you're heavy mm. is because mm. the small intestine, it's where you absorb everything. And while mm. we're at it, mm. let's talk digestive enzymes. You can buy digestive yeah. enzymes like amylase, lipase, and protease. Amylase okay. cobs, it cuts up cobs. Lipase cuts up protein. And protease cuts up protein. I mean, lipase cuts up fat and protease cuts up protein. Okay. The way to look at this is... If you don't have salt, pepper, or oregano, they're like mm. spices. Okay. Then your soup does not work. <laughs> but you still have water. You just don't have spices. Right. Yeah, okay. However, gotcha. people who have things like IBS, IBS is a motility problem. It's a pipe problem. Okay. It's not spices flavoring it's just the pipe so if the water doesn't move in the pipe the water is stagnant bugs grow mm. in it and then mm. you get all that overgrowth right and then they make gas right. and then you get gassy and yeah. the abdomen detends so that's like the pipe doesn't work giving those people amylase lipase and protease is ridiculous it doesn't make any sense because okay. they don't have a problem with enzymes their problem is in the tube. It's plumbing. That's why digestive enzymes are not for everybody who has a digestive problem. Ah. Do, do you get it? Yeah. That would be like checking the water if you have a plumbing problem. Your problem is not the water. It's the damn pipe. It's the pipe. Oh, dear. Yeah. <laughs> I need a plumber. Is, is yeah. this. <laughs> If mm. just because you have a digestive problem doesn't mean you need digestive enzymes. That's okay. ridiculous. People need digestive enzyme if the layer, the inner lining, is mm. injured. And that's people who either have an autoimmune problem or they're missing some of the enzymes genetically or their autoimmune damaged it. There are some mm. autoimmune illnesses like Sjogren's disease where you get dry eyes, where you actually acquire at midlife gluten allergies. That's why mm. all those women at midlife, why is everybody becoming gluten intolerant? <laughs> A lot of women exactly. get thyroid and dry eyes at midlife. Yeah. So makes sense to me, okay? However, gotcha. yeah. that would make sense why they would need some digestive enzymes because the theory would mean that they might not just have problems breaking up carbs, but lipase and protease, lipids and protein, because all of those enzymes are around that area too with the pancreas. The only yeah. other people who need that are people who have inflammatory bowel disease like Crohn's, ulcerative colitis, or pancreatitis or pancreatic cancer. Pancre the pancreas makes all those enzymes. You get it? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Suffice it to say, you, Missy, mm. you have problems with the lining. And it's, okay. I think, because 
the lymph vessels outside of it may be clogged. The work mm. of a, main, a doctor named uh, Dr. Gerald Lamole is writing a book on lymph. He's a cardiovascular surgeon, and he noted that you know how they have foam cells or clogged arteries in heart disease. Yeah. He noted that lymph vessels always, a lymph vessel always travels alongside of an artery. And whenever an artery around the heart is clogged with fat, so is the adjacent lymph vessel. Isn't that interesting? And so I asked asked him, (laughs) what about all those women at midlife? They start getting all those digestive allergies. Could it be that all those women are gaining weight, their lymph vessels are getting clogged as well? And it's changing their immune system, and they're getting inflammation, uh, oh, and they're no. getting malabsorption. And that, I think, is what's going on with you. Yeah, okay. Do you understand? Wow. Because it's hard yeah, to it absorb. Huge. The lymph vessel absorbs fat-soluble things and all kinds of nutrients. The luteal does. Okay. So that makes okay. sense. So I would go to an integrative physician and have them test your vitamins. But I was okay. also, to fix the, the issue of your joints... Yeah, I would go and have somebody test your urine. It's not—it's an oddball thing, but it's worth it. Okay. To, to have oxalase, because oxalase—if you have a problem absorbing fat—you're more likely to have secondary oxalase um, problem, and that can give you not just joint problems but other problems. And that okay. creates oxalate crystals that just don't go in your joints, but go in your tendons, mm-hmm. and go in your hearts. And a bunch of other things. So, but then you want to check your joints. But from my point of view, yeah, you um, you need to look at those things. Okay. Okay. Great. Good luck. You take it easy. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. We will go to line four. Ava, I'm Dr. Mona Lisa. How can I be of help? Hi, Dr. Mona Lisa. I'm a huge fan of you. Oh, thank you. Um, I have uh, two questions. Number one is my son, transgender son, health and well-being. Wait a minute. Back it up. Mm-hmm. You have a son. How old is your son? 17. Okay. Go ahead. I, what, what about him? He just transitioned from being a girl to a boy. Okay. Go ahead. So my question is his health and well-being. And the number two question is creating a new family and having a second child. Okay. The first thing, let me talk about your child first. Absolutely. I studied the brain for a long time. And there was a woman, there is a woman, I don't know if she's still there, called Ann Fausto Sterling. She's at Brown, and she studied intersex syndromes. Um, They called it gender in the brain. Now people call it sex. They keep changing the names, okay? I studied biology about um, that kind of identity in the brain. So I don't know the proper way in which people call this now, but from my understanding... Purpose, a person's identity about who they are is in their brain. And it's not what your genitalia you developed at birth. Are you following me? 
Oh, there absolutely. Is a, there is a place in your brain called the stria terminalis basalis. It's in the hypothalamus. And if you were born and you ever since you can remember you thought you were a boy, when they look at that brain when you die, it's dark. It's stained dark. If ever since you can remember when you were born, you thought you were a girl, that area is stained light. If you are a gay man, and ever since you can remember, you thought you were a man, that is stained dark. It's not about who you sleep with. It's about what, what sex or gender you think you are. What the people call it sex or gender, that identity. It's not about who you have sex with or who you love. Suffice it to say, they did the study on people who are born with a penis and, and um, testicles. However, they've always thought they were a girl. And that area in the brain was stained light in the same way as people who've always thought they were a girl. And that's in a book by Simone Levay, L-E-V-A-Y, called The Sexual Brain. That's a scientific study. And it suggests that it's the brain that tells us who we are, not our genotype what's between our legs. So the way that I see it is I know that people call themselves, want to call themselves, and that's what is it's effective because we need names. But for me, I don't like to use the word transsexual because trans indicates that you're changing from one thing to another. And though I know that that's the experience, I think that you can't change who you've always been. I think it's a corrective surgery to... Um, to make the outside match what's in the inside. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, we we undergone the, one of the surgeries, so I <laughs> I know very well. Know exactly what I I'm want... saying. I think it's a very yeah. difficult, very difficult thing to do. Oh. And these individuals are incredibly brave. I can't oh. even begin to imagine, but I feel uncomfortable for me saying the word sex change or trans or anything like that, though I know that it's um, LBGTQ, that I understand there's a T involved. It's just for me, I don't think you become, you're, you can change who you've always been. You are always inside of your brain this. You're changing the outside to match what's inside of you. You don't change your brain. You are who you are. In that sense, you being your family, the best thing you can support this person is helping them, believe it or not, find a place in the world that they can feel masterful. That not only can they have a family that has their back, like you and their family, but they also can build their intellect and they can build an avocation and calling, a career, 
that's separate from the whole issue of this issue of correcting their physical body to match their brain. Do you understand? Because they are more than this issue, much more than this issue. And though it takes up an awful lot of their identity, hopefully one day it won't. Hopefully we'll be in a world where this isn't the major thing. And I think that by balancing this person and making them feel wonderful about a career, wonderful about their intellect and their body and their acceptance with their family, it will make them feel well-rounded. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. He's actually applying to college right now, and it's a big, big thing in, in his life, and he wants to be a doctor. Perfect. Because master, mastering something is the antidote to anxiety or fear. Do you understand? And nothing would be greater than that. I know that's probably what no, nobody expected, but it's important. And then last but not least, it cannot be, well, I'll explain it another way. We know people's brains when they get into a condition where, for example, hyperparathyroidism, where slowly by surely your brain gets accommodated to too much calcium. You get anxiety, you get jittery, and you get have problems with attention because your brain, through plasticity, gets wired around having too much calcium. Are you following me? And that can create some maladaption. The same thing with people who have had hyperthyroidism. It's excessive amounts of dopamine for a long, insidious amount of time can cause a kind of mania. So that after a while, when they try to correct it, it can feel like you're depressed. Are you following? You know where I'm going with this. So to take a person who brain was involved with estrogen and more progesterone and not enough testosterone. Are you following me? And then add, add testosterone. That's difficult because you had 17 years of a brain developing around estrogen and progesterone, and now you're adding testosterone. Mm-hmm. And that's a huge development. Albeit corrective, it's a difficult development. Similarly, I've seen the same thing where someone had testes, born with testes, that then removed their testosterone and added estrogen. By removing testosterone, you're removing dopamine, and they actually became depressed. And that was very difficult to fix. Now, you might say it's socialization. You might say a lot of other things. And I can understand that. But I couldn't help think that their brain development was on a kind of dopamine, a hyperdrive. I know women who, excuse me, people who started going on testosterone and doing the change that your son is doing. And they were captivated by having the sex drive. 
and feeling very powerful. But then they had to get used to having to learn control over anger, irritability, and outbursts because they never had to learn how to do that before. Do you get it? Oh, yeah. We had a big struggle with his medical team, and I was postponing everything until the point I could. So I, I finally said, so okay, you don't let's learn how to, you don't learn how to create a break like in the car if you don't need to have that. And one requires more brakes if you have testosterone on board. It's like having a V8 engine. You get it. Yeah, he's doing a lot of workout and there's not so much. I know, I know. So you understand all I'm telling you is it's not an easy thing. It takes time. So those are kinds of things that can be explained. And someone who really understands the brain and hormones can explain to the person you're going to feel this and you're going to have to acquire skills on how to manage the hormonal effects on behavior, emotional regulation and its effect on relationships. That's the best thing you can do, okay? Absolutely. I, I just I love hormones in the brain. And I would love to help mm. this group of people because I think that it is a difficult thing, but I think it can be a very, um, a very powerful um, thing to help people do this. I have to tell you that there are a lot of parents where it's not just me, a lot of families on this track, and we need more support because the medical team is pushing forward and I'm a little conservative and I'm backing up and stuff like that. So I know, but your 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 son is how old? Seventeen and a half. He's almost eighteen. In essence, he has to decide. And the pain, you're in a painful position, you have to watch and that creates heartache. Your son has to decide. It is heartache. Oh, you yeah. Need someone, you need someone to talk to about this because this is not an easy transition anymore. You're doing so well, and I'm not pandering to you, but it's not easy. The mother is a very difficult position, but you're doing extraordinarily well. Leslie. We've been on this path for two years, so I kind of, we kind of, I'm we're on the other side right now, kind of, okay. That's it. I know, but you you, get someone to talk to about how to regulate your emotions while you watch this from from increasingly afar. Good luck. You take it easy, okay? We'll go go to line five. Noreen, I'm Dr. Mona Lisa. How can I be of help? Hi. How are you? I've read all your books. They're great. Thank you for those. Thank you. How can I be of help? Uh, Well, some of the things almost sound like somebody two two callers ago, but I called mainly because of my dry eye. Let me I'm sixty-eight, by the way. Okay, let me. I know. I, I know what you. The first thing I see is that your health is affected by someone in your life who has a lot of conflicts. I don't know who it is near you, Noreen, but it looks like they have problems in a relationship, and you're very intuitively keyed into this, and it's almost like you can relate because it might have happened to you. You watch this, you see this, and it's very painful. It's almost like it happened in your family before. I look at your head. I see fatigue, dragginess, and achiness in your joints and your body. I look at your neck. I look at your thyroid. I see a change of range of motion in your neck. I look at your heart. 
I see a dry nose, dry throat. I wonder if you get upper respiratory tract infections or allergies. I look at your yes, but I look at your left lung, right lung, left breast, right breast. I wonder if you had a problem with upper respiratory tract allergies, infections. I look at your esophagus, stomach, yeah. liver, gallbladder, colon, and rectal areas. I wonder if you have problems with wheat, gluten. I look at your left kidney, right kidney, bladder, uterus, left ovary, right ovary. I wonder if you had urinary urgency, frequency. I look at the joints in your hands, wrists, elbows, shoulders, hips, knees, and ankles. Something's different about your skin. I can't figure out if it's mottled, whether cold makes your fingers and fingers and hands get mottled. Blood vessels get mottled in your hands. I wonder whether you get cold extremities. Yes, cold I extremities. Increase, I know. I see, see increased susceptibility of having multiple autoimmune problems where you make antibodies against multiple organs in your body, including your joints, your skin, your thyroid, your mucous membranes in your eyes, nose, and mouth. Can you please tell me your health concerns? Well, I started with dry eye because I had to give just one, but I also also have to take fiber supplement and, of course, calcium, vitamin D. Okay, let me but explain taking, something to you. You want to consider taking immune system supplements like beta-glucan, baker's yeast, vitamin D, probiotic, but some of your digestive problems are because you may make antibodies against your small intestine. Some people with your insinuating it, um, the dry eyes, um, dry mucous membranes, sore throat, problems with saliva, also have problems. They also make gluten enteropathy. So vitamin C, zinc, are you kind of basic um, immune support? Then I want you to go to an acupuncturist herbalist and I want you to ask them for reishi mushrooms, shiitake mushrooms, things like that, but also consider looking for um, kidney yin, liver yin, because dry things are about yin. Do you understand? Who is the person in your life? Who is the person in your life who's having a bad relationship and it reminds you of your past? Well, two of my children are in relationships that I'm concerned about. So, Which one's the I mean, they're out. Of, I would say my daughter. Does it remind you of a relationship that you were like in before? In some ways, yes. I think she's. In what way? What's the worst aspect about it? I think she's going to wind up being more of a help to him than he is to her. I think her life is more together than his. Okay. And do you see that she's trying to have a relationship and some third party is interfering? I don't know of anybody interfering. Okay. Um, are you married? No, divorced. Why did your marriage end? What's that? Why did your marriage end? Uh, 
he was an angry person and we didn't get along and um, I didn't put up with it any longer. Was he not the most truthful person? He wasn't truthful and he wasn't as intelligent as I thought. What was the biggest lie? He was a compulsive liar. He was a compulsive liar. He was a compulsive liar. And what was the biggest lie that he talked about? What was the biggest lie? Uh, about anything that he was doing, making, or or achieving, and he was never wrong. Everybody else was wrong. Did he ever have an affair? I don't think so. That was but not. He li- but he lied a lot. But he lied a lot. So I, that's why I say I don't think so. I had no evidence of that. Do you think your daughter should trust her husband? Well, it's her, her, you know, her significant other. I don't know him well enough. I just know that he's uh, 40 years old and he's uh, still trying to make it as a musician. And in the meantime. Okay. I want you to know something. There's a reason why you dislike him strongly. Because he reminds you of your ex-husband. And you don't trust him. I'm guaranteeing No, he's going to bring her down. That more than bring him down. And bring her down is right brain nebulous language. When you bring it to the left, you realize beyond she's got it more together. You love your daughter. You're going to say, hey, you know what? She's got it together. The fact remains is he's slippery. I wish you good luck. You don't get sick over this because it's going to make your immune system go south. I want to thank you for welcoming me into your day. You've been listening to Healthy Living Intuitively with Dr. Mona Lisa. Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. We spend a third of our lives sleeping and dreaming, yet most of us have no idea what goes on during that time. I'm Kelly Sullivan Walden, and as a dream expert and best-selling author, I'm here to empower you to mine the gold from your nighttime dreams. Join me on the Kelly Sullivan Walden Show, part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network, available wherever you get your podcasts. Until we meet again, Don't take your dreams lying down.